So this is episode 54 of the Philly Sports 444 podcast. I'm your host, Dom Lewis, and uh, trying something new. I'm trying to actually just do this video and try to post this video and the audio. So um, bear with me for any kind of technical difficulties, but I just need to, I got to get this out. I got to get this out because I feel like, um, I feel like this needs to be said. Um, let me first say that I told y'all, I, that'd be, that'd be the title of this episode. I told you, I told you. And what I mean by that is I told you guys that the Eagles would lose this game today. Um, if you've been under a rock or, uh, you just don't know what's going on. Um, today was, uh, opening Sunday or kickoff Sunday for the NFL and the Eagles played the Washington football team in Landover, Maryland today. And they lost the game 27-17 after being up 17-0 in the second quarter. And I told you that this would happen. And I'm upset that I'm I was correct because they came out, Eagles came out on fire. Um, scored on their first drive, and then the second drive, um, kicked the field goal. They were up 10-0. And then um later on they, they got a Carson threw a TD pass to Dallas Goddard and it just looked good. It looked good. It looked promising at the beginning of it. And um, somehow, some way it all fell apart after Carson threw his first interception. And, you know, you look at this Washington football team. I mean, they don't have much of an offense. They, you know, got new coaching staff, all these young, all this young talent, uh, young players. And you're like, they're not a good team. You know, the Eagles are a far more superior team. And I kept telling everybody, I don't know why people are so optimistic on this Eagles team. As much talent as they have, they're not a good football team. They're not going to be a good football team. They're just not. I have predicted they would be 8-8 eight and eight this year, and um, I'm sticking to that. They're 8-8 eight and eight team, 9-7 and seven at best, but they are, not, they are a very mediocre team. They're going to be mediocre. They're not going to be a good team. And I need people to get that through their heads. I don't know where this 10-6, and 11-5 is going, you know, coming from. They're not going to be a good football team. And I need people to understand that. And the reason why I need people to understand that, or the reason I think they're going to be an 8-8 eight and eight football team is because, uh, for one, I think this offense gets stale at times. And I look at the, I'm looking at different offenses around the league. Like, I'm watching the Cowboys Rams right now, and I just look at the way that they run offense. And I'm just like, they execute. They execute. And they, their offenses are... They're pretty exciting. They have playmakers. Eagles have some playmakers. They have young playmakers, though. These guys aren't fully developed playmakers, and they're not going to be able to contribute to the Eagles to help them be a Super Bowl contender. They're just not going to be those guys that people want them to be right now. They're not. And I need I need fans to get that through their head because they're under this impression like, you know, uh, we won Super Bowl a couple years ago. You know, Dougie P is a good coach, and – this team is a different team than they were a couple of years ago. If you don't remember what happened this offseason, the whole coaching staff was revamped, um, at least on the offensive side of it. There's not even an offensive coordinator. They have like six different coaches 
that assume the role of offensive coordinator while we all know excuse me i'm sorry on the mic like that we all know that dougie p is essentially the offensive coordinator of the team he has an offensive staff we'll say staff and they kind of do it by committee per se uh, they all have input to the offensive game plan during the week and the eagles look good at the beginning but i think what they what happened is they failed to adjust and they don't look they don't look like exciting to me they just don't they're not like an exciting explosive football team they're not that team they were in 2017 i need people to understand this they're not that team i know they have you know they still have zach ertz and you know we have dallas goddard now we have some young receiver talent we got deshaun jackson but I look at this team and I'm just like, they're not, they're not them. They're not that 2017 team. That 2017 team was special. This team is not special. They're not, they're mediocre. They're mediocre. And I, you know, I think I get it. Like we haven't had, or the Eagles haven't had it. They didn't have a preseason, but no, neither did anyone else. The Kansas City Chiefs didn't have a preseason. They just look like they haven't stopped from last year. They're still explosive. They got another piece. They're going to be unstoppable this year. Um, Baltimore. I looked at Baltimore today. They look explosive too. Like they still, these teams, the teams that are good, continue to be good. And I think people need to understand like this Eagles. And listen, I'll get into having a makeshift O-line. I'll get into, um, you know, all of the, the, the hiccups, I guess, what happened with today. But the bottom line is, this team isn't a, is going is not a good team in my eyes. They're not a contender in my eyes. They're good enough to win a division, at best. They're good enough to win a division. That's it. Like they're not a they're not a team that's going to rock anyone's world. They're just not. They're just not. So, um, I need people to understand that, and I'll get into um, a little bit of the hiccups with the. Uh, with the offense today and you know just my couple takeaways i got from the game i'm not gonna make this long you know uh, i think people have ran it enough but i just i just want to say that i told people i told people this would happen like i told people that the eagles will lose today i've been saying it for like two weeks i couldn't see it i did not see a way that the eagles i not say i didn't see a way that's not that's not true i did not see the eagles winning this game today regardless of you know, Washington being a young team, the Eagles couldn't convince me enough that they were prepared enough for this this game today. And all the injuries that they had, they just this team is so slipshod with everything. I just don't understand why people trust this team. I don't. I, and maybe that's why I don't trust them because they do everything so like under the cover and they try to deceive people so much. Like, what are you trying to hide? What are you trying to hide? Who do you think you're fooling? I think, you know, I, I get on people as far as, you know, being a, sometimes I think this fan base can be very um, Neanderthalish, but, um, you know, I think for the most part, you know, when people start thinking logically as far as the fans of this fan base, like they're pretty smart. You can't pull the wool over their eyes. At least not all the time. And I think the Eagles try to do that. They try to outsmart themselves. That was a bad pass by um, Jared Goff, by the way. 
Um, they try to outsmart themselves and try to outsmart, you know, try to think they're smarter than other people. They they have this mentality like they're the smartest people around, and you know the fans aren't smarter than the organization. That if we tell the fans this, the fans will believe this. No, that's not how this. Not that's not how Philadelphia fans work. One thing I can say, sometimes they can be very, um, like I said, Neanderthal. They can be very like, oh, trade everybody. And, you know, they have this mentality like, you know, they want to burn it down as soon as things go bad. But I can tell you that this team, this fan base is not dumb. They're not dumb. They can be very um, demanding, but they're not stupid. And they can, they, they, they require a lot from people. And they require a lot from their their organizations, their teams. Because at the end of the day, they feel like you work for them. Like you know, you and you are put here for my entertainment and my enjoyment, and we pay the money to come see you. And I get that mentality. I don't have that same mentality. I understand why people think that way, though. And you know, with the injury reports, the injury reports, the way they put injury reports out. I just think it's very, it's it's like, it's very de- deceitful, and I don't understand why they do it that way, and I don't think it's a competitive advantage at all. I think that at the end of the day, like, they're only hurting themselves, and they just seem ill-prepared in my eyes. That's the way I see it. I They just seem ill-prepared in my eyes. So... I'll get into, you know, my little key takeaways from the game today. Um, I'm just very disappointed in, you know, the team. Although I was right, and I even bet the game, um, I'm disappointed in this team because they, with all the mistakes that they made, they still were a better team, and they still they still gave it up. And that wasn't – that's not cool. That's not even a – I know it's one game, but you beat this team. You beat the New York Giants. You beat you beat those teams. You know the the games you're supposed to win. You win those games, and when you can't win the games you're supposed to win, I don't have any kind of faith in you know the kind of team you should be at all. Looking at the stats of the game. And it's amazing to me because the Eagles actually, they actually, like, if you look at just the stats, like, just the team stats of the game, like, the Eagles actually played, like, pretty well. Um, I mean, the time of possession was pretty even. And um, the time of possession was pretty even. What else was pretty even? Um, I mean, they had, you know, they, they actually won the stat battle, the team stat battle in every category except for rushing yards and the turnover battle um, because they had three turnovers and, and they actually managed it to take they didn't manage to take away the ball from Washington at all today which is surprising because you would think that you know a team full of vets um, on the defensive side as far as Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox Malik Jackson um, we even have Vinnie Curry out there you know we got Slay out there um, Jalen Mills and and um, uh, not Ronald Darby, man, he's on he's on Washington now. I can't think of his name. Um, Rodney McLeod, 
you look at those guys and you're like, you know, these guys are vets. They play sound football. Like, we'll be able to take it. We'll be able to get the ball at least, you know, once. Well, you know, Fletcher Cox, he should come out and be dominant, you know, against this young offensive line Washington has. And, you know, I think they actually forced one fumble and, and Washington actually recovered it. But no picks today, no turnovers, no takeaways, no fumbles, none of that. Um, well, no fumble recoveries. Um, I think they only had two sacks on the day against Washington. So they let Haskins actually, as far as bad as Haskins played, he also played that well. It's weird. Like he didn't have like a, a day that would blow you away. He kind of had a tail of two halves too, um, where he came out like sluggish and then he actually started playing a little bit well. But the Eagles allowed him to stay in that game. And it's, it's just it's unfortunate and it's a shame because Carson came out, he was 14 for 18. Um, man, he has some absurd number, like 175 yards, I think, at that one point. And then, I don't know, he threw that first pick and then it, it kind of went downfield. He finished the game, he was 18 for 25, with like 85 yards, some some madness. Um, and two two interceptions and a, and a fumble. It's just so bad play. It's bad play by him. And, you know, you look at this and, you know, Carson, he's been under a lot of scrutiny as a as the quarterback of this team. He's been under a lot of scrutiny like he is, you know, he had the Nick, whole Nick Foles thing and he has he's had the injury thing. And, you know, coming out being the second round, second overall pick in 2016 behind Jared Goff. And he got this big contract and, you know, they drafted Jalen Hurts this offseason and, you know, people have been crying about getting him weapons and all of that. You know, people are complaining about him throwing the, the ball to the tight ends too much. People complain about the deep ball that he throws. People complain about it. People have something to say about Carson at every single turn. Every single turn. Like, it's no matter what the man does, people have something to say about him. But today, I couldn't have been more disappointed in Carson. You know, he came out today. He was on fire. I said, you know what? Like, people, people talk so bad about this guy. You know, he's coming out. He came out to play. That's how I felt. And you know, it's a shame. It's unfortunate because it's like I get it. Offensive line was hurt. He took a couple of sacks. He overthrew some people. But the way he played, the way he responded to the pressure. It's like he was a rookie or a second-year player. I didn't see any poise from him, and that's what disappointed me the most. He wasn't poised at all. Like, he didn't, he wasn't the Carson to put the team on his back and carry this team to a victory and overcome adversity. He let the pressure get to him, and that's what bothers me so much about it. And, you know, people defend him. I defend him. And people defend him. People, you know, talk bad about him. Half people want to trade him. Half people want to defend him. And it gets so, it's so bad because, you know, you can't defend what he did today. You can't defend how he played today, regardless of, you know, I and I had, I saw, I see the injuries that they have here. They didn't have any Miles Sanders. They didn't have uh, Lane Johnson today. And Lane Johnson was kind of a game time decision. So they didn't have Lane Johnson. They found that they weren't going to have him today. Uh, their right side was made of, um, of uh, Nate Herbig and Jack Driscoll. Uh, Herbig was playing right guard. Jack Driscoll played right tackle. Then Jack Driscoll got hurt, and then Maialata came in and played right tackle. We thought it was going to be um, 
the guy Matt Pryor. And Matt Pryor didn't even play today. And it's a shame because I get it. I get it. Like, they were hurt today. They were hurt. They weren't at full strength at all. Every team has injuries, though. And, I mean, they didn't have anything to show for it today. It's like they, they you know, they got up to the hot start, and then they just, I don't know what happened. They didn't adjust. Because Washington adjusted to what happened. They adjusted to... Um, the fact that the Eagles came out hot and um, were killing them at every turn with everything they did, killing them with the tight ends, killing them a little bit on the deep ball. Like, they were killing them a little bit. And Washington adjusted. And I think a part of that, part of that is because um, Eagles didn't have a rushing attack today. I mean, Eagles were 17 for 57 yards. Boston Scott even got hurt a little bit today. Like, I just, I don't understand the amount of injuries that pile up with this team. And I don't even want to blame on injuries because it's supposed to be next man up. Y'all, y'all, all you guys are in the NFL. But I look at this and I'm just like, Doug failed to adjust. That's what I see. I see Carson didn't adjust. Car- like he put Carson in the bad spot. Carson made bad plays. Doug didn't, Doug didn't adjust. The injuries are like, I get it. Like, Sometimes you have to stick to the game plan, but if you don't have your top personnel to execute that game plan, you have to adjust. You have to do what works. And all I kept seeing was Carson holding on to the football. Like, that's what bothered me so much. He did things that he would do, like, in his first year as a rookie, like holding on to the ball too long, not getting rid of it when you're getting sacked, trying to make a play out of nothing. Like, you have to be smart and and know when to give it up. He didn't do that today. When it got bad for him, it got worse for him. And that's what bothers me about today. It's not even the fact that they lost the game. Because, you know, I mean, like, I get it. You lose. You're not supposed to lose to this team. That's how I look at it. This team is bad enough. They're probably going to be a 5-11 team. You know, you know, Ron Rivera coming in with a brand new staff. Um, they don't even – they haven't even had a chance to even put this – product on the field besides today we've been in this system we've been in these systems for like the last four years and it's just disappointing the way they played today they came out they didn't respond and that's what's just you know disheartening and i'm not sure i'm looking at this rams team right now rams cowboys i am not sure if they will even compete with the rams next week Early on, I can tell you that the Rams are going to beat the, beat the Eagles next week. Early on. Just looking at how they're playing right now, it's like the Eagles aren't fast enough to keep, catch, keep up with that team. And I'm not sure they can outscore them in any turn. Or <sighs> Disappointing, man. You need better play from your quarterback. From your quarterback who some consider to be elite. Some don't like him at all. But... I consider him to be a very good quarterback. Today, he didn't. Today, from what I saw today, he's not elite. And he's not on his way to being elite. That's what pains me about today because I felt like he would take the next step in his evolution. And I said it a couple of days ago. You know, Zach Ertz is having all these issues with his contract. And, you know, they're like, um, you know, not paying him, they're not paying him what he wants to get paid. And 
he's having issues like they he's not sure the Eagles want him. My take on it is that Eagles will probably trade him next season or before the beginning of next season and draft someone else. And I think what they're trying to me, what it seems like what they're trying to do is take away all of his anyone, not anyone he can lean on, because I'm not trying to say it, but sorry, but they want anyone that can actually um grow they want to draft people so that, he, that those people can grow with Carson they want to take away his comfortability make him uncomfortable and actually have people grow with him and actually develop and grow his playmakers on the team to have him become an elite quarterback and right now I mean like I get it like he made like there there are some plays he made today where his playmakers didn't show up like there's a play they threw to Hightower. They Hightower didn't fight for the ball and got picked. Um, I mean, but then again, Carson threw the ball late. Like, I mean, it goes both ways. But I feel like there was a couple other passes through the Hightower. Hightower didn't get it or, um, you know, um, Rager didn't stretch out for it. I, I'm not blaming those guys, but I'm feeling like the timing is off. And I'm feeling like I got I to gotta get on Carson about that more than those guys. Those guys are young. Those guys are rookies. Carson has to be better. And I, I'm not saying he won't get better. That's, I'm not saying this is a gloom and doom situation. But I'm saying right now, I think the Eagles are taking a step back before they take a step forward. I felt that way when they, when they finished the draft. I, I just felt like this isn't a team that they're looking to compete this year. They're looking to compete, but they're not looking to be a contender this year. They're trying to build for the long term. Like, I'm watching Dallas right now. Dallas is actually all in. They're all in for this year and next year. Because I think it, I think at the end of the day, if they don't win it in these next two years, they got to tear it down. That's how I look at it. You look at the Saints, the way the Saints play today, the Saints are in it now. They're in it now. They're in it today. That's it. They're in it today for this year. Because I don't know what's going to happen after this. The Rams, are in, the Rams are in it for the next two to three years. They just signed um, Ramsey to a long-term deal. Aaron Donald's locked up. Their quarterback is locked up. They got people that are locked up on these deals. They, they just signed Cooper Cup to a deal. Um, but their cap is, like, out of this world stupid. Like, and how he wants to be this cap master, you know, these people are going, the people that are going all in, they're, they're blowing their cap out of the water. Way over the cap. But they're doing what needs to be done in order to be all in. How he's not doing that. Eagles aren't doing that. So I feel like they took a step back in order to take a step forward in the next couple of years. I just don't see them being the team this year to make a run. I just don't see it. And if that's, if that's what it is, so be it. But I'm, but I'm, what I do think should happen still, if, even if you're not competing this year, that you need to have these receivers, get these playmakers up to speed. And I get it. It's only one game. But the effort I saw out of Carson today, that wasn't that wasn't the the, the mark of a of a quarterback that I can trust to, to develop these playmakers. No, I'm not calling for Jalen Hurts or anybody like that. I'm not. I still think Carson's the guy. Carson's going to be the guy. He got paid. He's going to be the guy. People have to get over that. But I do feel that he has to be a lot better than what I saw today. I can that has to be his worst game of the season. That has to he hit. 
It can't be any worse than that. He has to go up from here. That's what that's what I need him to do. And today, that was a poor. And listen, it's not all on Carson, but I would say if I had to do a percentage wide, eighty five percent of it is on Carson. Okay, maybe eighty percent. I'm giving another fifteen percent to Doug because, or you know, maybe I go seventy five Carson, twenty five. 20% Doug and then 5% injury Something like that Because I feel like Doug can't go out of this blameless Doug did not adjust today And Doug Continued to stick to the game plan Instead of adjusting Because of the personnel that changed in the game Carson made some bad decisions And had some bad throws today And held him to the ball too long and Didn't get rid of the ball And then it took too many sacks today but the injuries didn't didn't help him out, and Doug didn't help him out with the play call neither. They didn't stick to what worked today. They just they tried to stick to the game plan. They didn't they didn't revert to what worked, and that's what that's what bothers me so much because I trust I trust both Carson and Doug, and they and today they threw that trust out the window. I'm like I don't even know why I trust these guys. This was a bad. This is a, I, all I can do is chalk it up to be, it being a bad game. It's a bad game by them. They're going to have to get better. Next week, they're going to have to be a lot better because this Rams team is coming. I'm looking at another faster, explosive. They got some playmakers. Aaron Donald is still a beast, and our offensive line issues are not going to help that. Aaron Donald is moving tonight. I, I, I'm looking at him now. He is moving tonight all over the field. And it bothers me because this team, this Eagles team, that's supposed to be one of the the, the 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 higher standard teams in the league, they didn't show it today. And I, like I said, I feel like this team is going to be an eight and eight team. And I told you guys that they would lose this game today. I told people. I told people. And I I don't take any. I, told, I said this earlier. I don't take any solace in being right about this. I feel validated or, you know, vindicated, but I don't take any solace in being right. All it does is make me angry that I was right about it. I wish I was wrong. I wish it would be 10 and 6. I wish it could be an 11 and 5 team. I wish it could get, you know, be a third seed in the, in the conference, you know, in playoff round. And I hope they could win a playoff game. I really hope, I wish it could be like that. I don't think it'll be like that at all. I think they'll miss the playoffs. I get it. The playoff, you know, has been expanded by one, uh, one team so they can get seven teams in the playoffs this year. Eagles aren't going to be that seven team. That's how I feel. That bothers me because. I feel like with all these playmakers on the team, when you got a team led by Carson Wentz, they should be that team, and they're not going to be that team. A Doug Peterson-led team should be that team. We're not going to be that team. That bothers me. It bothers me that I'm right about this. Now, listen, the season hasn't played out yet. I could very well be wrong about this. I could come back in another couple of weeks, and, you know, yeah, I was wrong. But for right now, they haven't shown me any different that they're going to be better than Nate Nate. I can't see, and I'm. I get it. Tomorrow, when I wake up, you know, I'll hear all the, the chitter chatter on the, on the airwaves tomorrow, and you know, you'll have your, you know, people that call the radio station. They they want to get rid of this person and that person. They want this person to. They want this person to start. Uh, they they want to call this person, call it that person. I get. Listen, 
I'm gonna let people be angry for these next two days. Cause that's what's going. This is this is the cycle. Eagles lose on Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. It is it is visceral, like venom, on the airwaves. Wednesday people kind of calm down. Thursday people are trying to get hyped up for the next game. Friday is you know football Friday on the radios. Saturday, Sunday comes. You know you're all hyped up for the Eagles. It's going to be a home game, even though there's not going to be any fans there. Um, so this is the cycle. This is the beginning of the cycle. I get it. You know, I'm hip to it now. And I've studied it for the last couple of years. I understand what it's like. But, you know, I, I choose to actually look at what the team is. And to me, they're not better than 8-8. Eight eight. They have to show me otherwise. And, you know, we'll get into if they're not better than 8-8. Eight eight. We'll get into it a little bit later. But I'll say this now. If they're not better than 8-8, eight eight, you might have to consider a coaching change. Because if they're not better than eight and eight, they're nine and seventeen. That means that only one season where Doug has won more than ten games. And making the playoffs and losing in the playoffs in the first round ain't cutting it. So and you also had to consider the GM too, because the GM hasn't had the best drafting. But that's another conversation for another podcast. Um, I think for right now, I think I'm done. Eagles lose today, 27-17. Um, Carson throws two touchdowns and two interceptions. I will say this is a positive. I will say this. Eagles got some speed. They got some speed. I think Rager, Rager is not bad. They got some speed. But I want to counter that real quick because I, I don't really want to give them too much glory. What's up with them not playing d today? I don't understand what the <sighs> I feel like he might have played like Eagles had like I think had 70, 67 plays, 70 plays, something like that. I feel like DJX might have got like 15 snaps. And I just this is your number one receiver. You know. You gave us the Yoko Duke last year that he was week to week and all this other stuff. He's finally back. He's healthy and he's not playing. And I don't understand why. And when he is in the game, Carson's overthrowing him. Not putting the ball on point. Throwing in the double coverage. Throwing it behind him. D-Jax deserves better than that. And listen, it was one game. I ain't saying he's quitting on the team, and I'm not quitting on the team, but that wasn't good. He can't play only 15 snaps. Not your number one receiver. And I get it. You're fascinated with all these new, these young guys. You want to develop these guys into being playmakers. Don't forget who your playmaker is right now. But like I said, Rager, I think he I think he'll be good. Um, we'll see though. I ain't gonna say he'll be good. I mean, I see Lamb just caught a a pass from from Dak Prescott, and see Lamb don't look bad either. And that's the guy that I wanted. And it's it's gonna be like that all year. People be gonna be comparing. They will be comparing C.D. Lamb versus Jalen Rager because the Eagles didn't get the guy that they were, they should have gotten. And that's what I'm talking about with the team. They didn't build. They're not building. They didn't build to go in now. And that's what bothers me. 
they think that they have all the time in the world like you don't have all the time in the world but whatever that's another podcast he was losing today 27 to 17 they got some young guys out there that can possibly uh contribute to this team somewhere down the line Carson has to be better he has to be a lot better Doug has to be better a lot better um, they got to figure out what's going on with the offensive line. Hopefully, Lane Johnson can come back next week. <sighs> but it wasn't a good day today. It was not a good day. So that's the end of what I got to say. Uh, this episode, this is just my reaction um, to today's loss week one opener of the 2020 season it's good to have football back i will say that it's good to have football back i've enjoyed watching what i've watched today as far as um you know what i've seen but i'm just um i'm disappointed in the eagles and uh it didn't make it any better that the phillies lost a doubleheader they lost both games in the doubleheader to the miami marlins and now they're a half game back of that team uh now the miami marlins are in second place in the division um, that doesn't make it any better. So that sucks today. And then I also heard that the I mean that the Sixers are considering Mike hiring Mike D'Antoni for uh, their head coaching position, which which really isn't good. So this has not been a good day in Philly sports to say the least. Um, and it's a shame because you know we don't have any more flyers. They gave a valiant effort in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They lost in the Game Seven of the semifinals. Um, it's a shame. So. You know, we don't. We, I don't have any other team to root for but the Eagles right now. I mean, well, no, I had the Phillies. I'm sorry, I do have the Phillies, but we have the Phillies. But um, it just wasn't a good day in Philly sports. It was not a good day. So hopefully, Eagles can turn it around. It's going to be a long week. I'm telling you guys now. I'm trying to get this podcast out as soon as possible so you guys can listen. But it's going to be a long week. It's a long week. So brace yourselves. All right, that's all I got to say. Um, episode 54 of the Philly Sports 444 Podcast. You can listen to it on Apple, Google, Spotify, um, Anchor. And um, hopefully I can get this video posted and you can catch the video on YouTube. And I'll let you, it'll be on YouTube under my page. Um, I'll get the link out and everything as soon as I can. Um, but let me try to get the link up. Let me try to get the video up first. All right. So until next time, everybody, peace. Go Birds. Thank you.